The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Said Podcast. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Tuesday. It's your, your favorite duo, Chelsea and JC, back to give you the entertainment you so deserve on a Tuesday morning, afternoon, or whatever you're listening to this. We have so much. We have so much to talk about, you guys. So much to catch up on. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even joking. I know. I looked over at you and you just rubbed your eyes. Your eyes, you're like, eyes were red and kind of like you looked worn out. I'm like, this is going to be a crazy episode. Just has to give the life updates. We went to, since the last time we talked, we had our Irvine show. We went to San Francisco together mm-hmm. only for like 24 hours. Yeah, it was such it was a fast such trip. such a quick trip. Like, we didn't have time to really do anything. But it was so fun nonetheless. And it's crazy that our sh- our tour is over. Our shows I are know. over. Uh, it's sad, bittersweet. It's been, that's been such a big part of our life the past few months. I feel like we're always gearing up for a show. Like, planning yeah. it and planning outfits and planning travel and, you know. I know. It'll be sad to not do it any anymore for a while. I know it will be sad. So... If you guys want to come to a live show, you have to follow us on Instagram and who knows when it'll be. Maybe you never. really missed out, didn't you? Once in a lifetime and you missed it because <laughs> you weren't following us on Instagram. Which is at what we said podcast. We were driving to our show actually and we saw uh, in the distance the, is it a prison? Yeah, Alcatraz. Alcatraz and I, no joke called it Azkaban. I was like, oh, the- wait, I didn't even know that that was in San Francisco because I don't know. I knew that we weren't going to have time in San Francisco. So I wasn't like, oh, what do I want to go see? And I was like, wait, is that we were just driving to the venue. We we're like, uh, it was such a <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, clear view of it. Yes. And I was like, that's that famous prison. And she's like, uh, Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. Hold on. Isn't there a famous movie about it? About Alcatraz? Or am I, I can only that think up? of that weird song. What song? Like the mouse song. Not familiar. This is like on TikTok. <sighs> okay. Well, I just looked it up and it said in its heyday, it was the ultimum, ultimate, excuse me, ultimate maximum security prison. Mm-hmm. It's like on an island by yeah. itself. Held captive since the Civil War. <gasps> Scary. Wait, who was it that escaped Alcatraz? Oh, yeah. Look that up. Who escaped? Mm-hmm. Oh, did the three escapees from Alcatraz survive? While all three prisoners as- survived the escape, he was the only one living. He. The mysterious cool. he. The handwriting analysis came back inconclusive. Okay, I feel like we're just showing how um, uneducated we are about history, you know, when we're talking about this. But how I do are we need- supposed to know everything about everything, no, you know? Thank you. Honestly, that like, is facts. How we we're we're dumb for not knowing about a prison in San Francisco. Thank you so much for that <laughs> because you're so right, and the internet has literally gaslit me into thinking if I don't know something, yeah. I'm like so some stupid. obscure fact. Have True. you seen that uh, audio of Twiggy talking to Woody Allen? Uh huh. And he's like, "Who are your favorite philosophers?" He's like, "Oh, like gosh." He's like, "I don't know. I don't know any." And he's like, "Oh." And she goes, who are yours? And he's like, ah, I I like them all. She's like, well, what are their names? 
and he, he can't answer it. Oh. And I just feel like that's the energy people give out to people. Like, that is so you true. You didn't know what this is. It's like, okay, Like, you no. tell me the history then. And then I'm going to pick a random obscure place yeah. and, and thing. Like, what about this? And see if you know everything. Yeah, people. Wow, facts. People know a lot of things, but maybe not the same things as you. Beautiful. I'm <laughs> getting that tattooed. That's my first tattoo. <laughs> it's like the whole, your whole back. People know My a lot of things. Maybe just not what you know. <laughs> Honestly, Chelsea, twenty twenty three. Just the Thank constitution you. down your back. <laughs> like you know what? You don't have to know everything. That's <laughs> about everything. Okay. Our new merch. Stay tuned. <laughs> in other news, when we were in San Francisco, literally the guy who was helping us get everything set up fell off the free. <laughs> You guys, I'm only laughing because he's okay. But he full on, he was helping us with our tech run. We usually have one guy who's like, or girl, who is our point of contact. So when we get to the venue, they're the ones who are, you know, helping us through the show. They're making sure we have everything. They're like the manager usually of the venue. So he was it for us. And he was helping. (laughs) He was it. He was it. Like, and he was endgame. (laughs) No, someone, someone literally, we did like confessions at our show where people scan a QR code and write in their confessions and we read them on stage, live react to them. And one of them was like the guy, and they was talking about that guy, like, I don't know what they called him, like the guy that was helping in the front. I think he's so sexy. He literally is giving <laughs> sexy Jesus. Yeah. She's like, I want to date him. It's like with the brownish gray hair, tall and lanky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we So specific. We read it on stage. We were talking to him afterwards about it. We're like, someone likes you in the audience. He's like, gray hair. Wow. He's like, yeah. it's that obvious. <laughs> the first thing he says, we're like, they're in love with you. They said they literally want to date you. They're calling you aging, sexy Jesus. And he's like, is the gray that obvious? <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. We like literally made, ruined his night. But earlier that night, he legit fell off the stage. <laughs> I and like, it was so It was such a high shocking. stage too. It was so high. It, he luckily he didn't really get hurt. He kind of banged his elbow, but he was like, "I'm literally so embarrassed." He was walking off the stage, and I don't think he realized there wasn't another step off the stage. So he completely stepped onto a, <laughs> a chair, a, a chair, and then fell forward, but somehow landed on his feet. And we're like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I don't feel good <laughs> on the inside, though." Oh, uh, so funny. But he did not King get behavior. more hurt, like hit his head or something, but. Also, we after laughing. after we told him about it, the the person we're like, did you hear the we read a, a confession that was talking about how someone's in love with you? We told him to meet you out back, <laughs> and he was had like a moment. He like looked in the mirror after we told him, and he's like silent. <laughs> anyway, so this is like he was like questioning his whole life, just like <laughs> having this moment. It was like a movie. It was so it was, funny. It was so funny. Also, San Francisco. It, it was short, but it made an impact. Also. It was such a great show to end on. Like, the energy was great. It was so fun. Have we already talked about our Irvine show? No. Our Irvine show was so fun, too. So fun to be in Orange County. And there was a ton of energy at that show, too. It was just a great great, way to end it. it. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we were leaving San Francisco, when we got to the airport, I thought I left my wallet at the freaking hotel. (laughs) And that was a stressful time. It was a stressful. I was like, He'll see in a different line than me. And I text her. I'm like, and good thing I got in the TSA line or else I would have been screwed. Yeah. But anyway, I, I made a TikTok about it, but I thought I forgot my wallet at the hotel. And 
I had to fully, you know, in those moments when you're like panicking and you're kind of getting to the front of the line. So you're yes. like, okay. So it's I was worst. letting people cut me. I was like, oh, sorry, go ahead. And oh, which brings me to my next altercation, which I'll discuss in a minute. And I'm looking in my bag. My camcorder falls out. My camera falls out. My like stuff is just falling out no, of my bag everywhere. So annoying. And, and like skittering across the ground. The guy's like, oh, grab a guy in line helped me like grab it. I'm like, I, and I still couldn't find my wallet. So anyway, I got out of the line completely. And I was like calling the Uber and he's like, I don't have it in here. I was like, oh my God, where the heck is it? And then I looked in my carry-on. Chelsea's mm-hmm. like, maybe it's in your your um, like suitcase. And I'm like, maybe. Like that is such a weird place for me to put it. Sure enough, yeah. sitting at the top of my, in my suitcase, like so by weird. my clothes. I'm like, why the heck did I put this in here? But anyway, then I got back in line and a lady harassed me, <laughs> which I also made a TikTok about. I'm so sorry if I'm repeating myself. But basically, she, we both went up to, we were, she was in the line in front of me in the TSA security line. And she went to a kiosk. We, we separated, went to two different kiosks. I got done super fast because it was just me and she was with another woman. And so it took them longer to like get, do their IDs and stuff. And like, if you're, if you've been to the airport and you know how security lines work, you just, when you're done, yeah. The next person is called up. You have to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. So you immediately get back into the security line to like put your stuff in the bins, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got back in the security line and this woman gets in line after me. But before she was in front of me, but now she's not. Does that make sense? Yes. And she literally is like, excuse me, ma'am. And I turn around. I'm like, hi. <laughs> hey. And she's like, I was in line behind that guy. Behind that <laughs> gentleman. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. I was like, I just got done. Like he got done scanning my ID and I just got back in line. And I don't, oh gosh. (laughs) Thank you, Sherlock. I'm like, and she just keeps going and making a scene, which is really, that's the most annoying part to me is like people are looking at us like we're in an altercation. I'm like, girly. Yeah. What? Nothing actually annoys me more than someone doing that when they are not even correct. Yes. I'm like, you are not even right. Mm-mm. This is not how the, that is not how the line works. No. And Leif was saying, he's like, she probably fully thought you were just like 16 and just like wanted to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Like, you spoiled like entitled kids these days <laughs> when literally you are not What did correct. I do? Yeah. So I'm like, because of the way she was just like her tone and the way she's talking to me, I'm like, I'm not going to just get behind you in line now. Yeah. You thought, no. you really thought, no, I'm not going to now be like, okay, yes, ma'am. No, I did nothing wrong. And I was p- perfectly polite to her too. I was like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't see you and like- Try to like, explain you yourself. Yeah, I was like, you weren't in the line. Like I got in, the line has to move along. And she just kept raising her voice. And then she's like, I'm not upset. <laughs> and I said, so are you just bringing it up for fun? <laughs> and she got furious after I said that. No, I'm teaching you how to be polite. And everyone around us was just like staring at us. I just turned around and like- How old was she? Probably 60. Okay. Um, maybe late, maybe late fifties. But anyway, I like there was this guy that that fires you up after you leave. You're just like, get out of here. My blood was boiling because I'm like, you, you thought you ate, you thought you were teaching me a lesson, and you weren't because I did nothing freaking wrong. If I if I did something wrong, I would feel dumb. But no, no, I didn't. I'm in the line just like everybody else. And and I wanted to explain that to her. Be like, do you know how the line works? This is not. Yeah. But I'm like, 
you're not even worth the no. uh, stop. You're so talking annoying. To stop me. talking to me. And this guy like made eye contact with me and like kind of gave the wide eyes like, geez. I'm like, and that yeah. is how I know. I'm on the right side of history. I'm on the history. right side of history today. Yeah. Sheesh. That is so freaking annoying. I hate that. I truly feel like sometimes, sometimes people at that age just hate you. Are the most like, they hate. They hate anyone from like our generation. Yeah. For what? For nothing. They, I think they think it's their responsibility to fix society. And they think by correcting and lecturing you that that is going to like get it done. Lay one brick down. No, I, I was thinking that. I'm like, people sometimes think that they're teaching you a lesson. Like she literally said, I'm, I'm teaching you how to be polite. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. I'm going to take everything. I've come through my whole life, my whole 28 years of life without knowing how to be polite. Not one time have I been polite. No. And now from this lesson that you so generously gave me, yeah. I will now forever be polite. I'm like, no, you made me a more annoying. You made me a worse person, actually, because now I'm annoyed at you. Yeah, exactly. And I want to give no one the benefit of the doubt. The airport can be so stressful. People are so stressed out. That when you meet a nice person at the airport, they seem like a saint oh. sent from heaven. Even when the security people are just so nice. I'm yeah. Like, wow. You're, that's, that is awesome to see. Because yeah. the airport really is a stressful place. And also, it is so nice when like, I've had times when, and this is kind of what I was thinking too. If she would have approached me in a different way, even if she thought. That she was correct. If she was like, oh, sorry, I think I was in line behind yeah, him. Exactly. Like, I probably would have just been like, oh, that's fine. Or I would, I probably would have done that, honestly. Yes. If she was nice and I wasn't in a hurry, I'd be like, great, I don't care. It's the tone. It's no, the tone for me. I'm like, if you come swinging, you're not going to get what you want. Like, no. At least for me, I'm not, I'm not going to, I, I want to do the opposite now. Whatever well, you want, I want to do the opposite because you don't deserve it because you're annoying. If you're nice, that's fine. And I was going to say, I have been in a hurry before at the airport and been like, I'm so sorry. Like, is there any way I can skip ahead of you if you're not in a hurry? Mm -hmm. And people have been so nice. Like, yeah. absolutely. Like, it's so nice to run into yeah. kind people at the airport. Definitely. Ugh. Wow. Also, sometimes at the airport security, the what you have to do, not at TSA pre-check, just the regular, just the regular old line, security um, line. It's always different about what you have to take off and not like all these different airports that we've been going to. So I never know. Sometimes it's bigger than a cell phone. Sometimes it's not. They're like, leave your electronics in your bag. Yeah. And so there's usually some guy like or girl telling you or a worker telling you what to do, like kind of shouting it out. And when they expect you to know, like you live there, like you live at that airport and you've done it a million times. I can't. I'm like, do I need to take uh, my sweatshirt off? Yes, I said this, this, this. I'm like, okay, I'm just asking for clarification, sir. I wasn't I've asking you to here. yell at me. Yeah, I've never been to this place. I've never been to this town, okay? <laughs> I'm like, new around these parts. It's like, And they have new machines. Sometimes you don't even have to take off your shoes. Yeah. And so I'll be taking well, off my shoes. What am I paying for TSA pre-check for then? Yeah. Sheesh. I didn't take off. I took off my shoes ahead of time because I just normally do. Leave your shoes on. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just doing what I've what I've been conditioned to do for my whole life. And you're mad at me now. You're yelling at me. Uh, Speak nicely. <laughs> is a trip. But oh. to their, the workers' defense, they probably just deal with it all day. So they're like, I'm not going to like give oh, you special treatment. Oh, they're so annoyed. I get it. Yeah. Guess what this lady's name was? What? Karen. No way. I'm, I'm kidding. Sorry. I just made it up. 
but that's what <laughs> that's what I envision her. She's Karen in my heart. I'm screaming. <laughs> so believable. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, that would have really rounded out the story. Definitely. They're like, Karen, <laughs> you're yeah. next. What else has been going on with you? Oh, don't worry. I had a third altercation. Not altercation, third. but there Wait, was, was the first. Lost my wallet. Oh, oh. Lady in line. It makes sound like you've gotten three fights. I uh, know this was not a fight, but this was something that happened on the plane mm-hmm. when I, when we boarded for, uh, to go home from San Francisco. I First of all, Chelsea and I randomly, I don't know why, still very confused. I got like upgraded. Yeah. I don't know if it's because like the credit card I use, but it's not even on an airline that I fly often. So I'm like, I have no idea how this happened. But I got upgraded to a, not even a like first class or something, just like a closer seat. Yeah. Like Chelsea and I were in row 18 and I look at my boarding pass and it's like, you're row eight now. And I was like, oh, did our things get changed? But Chelsea's was still 18. So we pretty much got separated. I'm like, okay, I don't care to get upgraded <laughs> to be by a random person. Yeah. Like, Just like was, a few rows up. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. But anyway, my seat assignment changed. So I was with this random guy and he was probably in his 50s, maybe early 60s. Oh, gosh, I have like a hard time deciphering how yeah. old people are these days. I, I, I get that. I think he's probably in his 50s though, maybe 60. But he was the sweetest old man. Like just his countenance immediately. I'm like, you are too pure for this earth. Yeah. He was so sweet. And he gets up to like let me in to the seat. He's like already smiling. And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting right there. And he's like, oh, okay. He gets up to let me in because I was in the window seat and he's in the aisle. It was just a two-person seat or a plane because it was like a smaller plane. Smacks <laughs> hit the top of his head so hard. I cannot even explain to you guys. Literally just oh. boom on the top of the… <laughs> thing and I literally gasped like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh are you okay and he's like oh and he kind of just like grabbed oh, his head no. and I'm like oh I want to cry so I'm sitting in the um oh I hate that so much I hate I it hate so it. much and I was sitting in the the seat next to him and he kind of started talking to me he's like are you headed home and I was telling him yeah uh, and he asked me what I was there for I said it was for for a podcast show and then he was asking what our podcast is about mm-hmm. and he's like is it for fun or do you make money off it? And he was just so cute yeah. and so sweet. And he also wasn't like overstaying his welcome. Like he had AirPods and he put them in after he talked to me for like a few minutes. Oh. It was best case scenario, okay? Love that. He told me he was going to tell Perfect. His, he told me he was going to tell his daughters about the podcast. He's like, they might be more your demographic. Aww. The sweetest angel, okay? Then we talk for a few minutes and I see him just like reach up and grab his head. Like <sighs> just kind of in pain. And I'm like, oh. Like it still hurt. It still hurt. That that is the ultimate challenge when you get hurt in public and you have to stay in public with the same people and your knee, (laughs) like you bang your knee and you're just trying so hard not to grab your knee, but it hurts so bad. So you want to act like it didn't hurt. Why is that? It's like it's not embarrassing if it hurt. Oh my gosh. I felt so bad. I'm like, he's probably checking if he literally is bleeding or has has a goose egg. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to actually cry. I feel so bad. <sighs> I hate that. I know. And then at the end, he took out his AirPods and he's like, good luck on your podcast. Have Aww. a great day. So beautiful. Angel among us. I love that. I know. Uh, it was like haunting me for literally the whole day. <laughs> I was like, I am so sad about that. Meanwhile, I sat next to someone. <laughs> freaking halitosis. <laughs> Not halitosis. <laughs> There is nothing worse. And the thing is, is that <laughs> I feel bad because it's not nothing they can really do about it. For the most. But I did go home and, <laughs> and was like, 
you know what? I need to book a dentist appointment. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last straw. Like, I've got to make sure my teeth and my gums are okay. But um, I did. Is halitosis... All right, we need to know the difference between halitosis and periodontal disease because <laughs> halitosis... Oh, it's just a technical term for bad breath. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Periodontal Peri- disease? It yes. has a very specific smell. Yes. And it's sad because a lot of times they can't really, I don't know if they can do much about it. And it's like, I'm not here to judge. I'm sure I've had bad breath a lot of times in my life. Oh, but wait, that's sad. Periodontal or periodontal yeah, it's like, like a freaking, gum infection. Yeah. Oh, that's actually. Oral stuff is so, oof. Teeth stuff just. Everything about it, I hate it because also going to like going to the dentist and getting procedures or whatever is so expensive. So expensive. It is so expensive to get dental work done. Uh, Oh my gosh, (sighs) so expensive. I literally had to call my, I went to the dentist the other day and I had to call my freaking credit card company to up my freaking daily limit so so I could pay for my dentist. Oh, it's so expensive. Well, Nick had to get like a, Nick had to get, it wasn't just a regular dentist appointment appointment Nick had to get like his like a porcelain cap and we had to do a bunch of shiz oh I know that cost a ton mm-hmm. and we both got our bottom retainers removed oh you did uh, it's nice and smooth how does it feel so smooth did it feels good to floss oh my gosh yes he like after he took it off he's like you mind if I floss I was like <laughs> feral I'm like please please <laughs> feral feral I just want to feel the between my teeth but yeah I'm a little scared my teeth are gonna move they're so straight like my bottom ones. And so it did its job. But I also have to get my jaw fixed. So your jaw. Well, my sorry, my bite fixed. My jaw pops. You know oh. that. Yeah. I'm like, so- you know this about me. I um, It's because my my bite is a little bit off. Well, when you said I didn't get my jaw fixed, I was picturing oh, no, no, no. jaw surgery. No, no, no. I just have to get either Invisalign mm. or they might be able to like polish a tooth down but I think I'm gonna have to get Invisalign because my teeth anyways I'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty of my teeth but Invisalign's not that bad like mine's already off and you know yeah I was gonna ask if you're done because I didn't even notice you wearing them in San Francisco yeah I just I'm done I just wear it at night yeah Yeah, I might have to do it for a couple months just my back teeth but anyways it is come a long way since I was a a a wee teenager getting freaking shut like what is that stuff that it's not clay like molding. Yes. you. They just do it digitally now. Oh my god, It's gosh. so easy. It's so crazy. Yeah. The clay they put in your mouth to get the mold for your yeah. Invisalign. Did you do that then? Mm-hmm. I scanned. Did oh. a scan. And I was afraid they were going to do the mold thing. And I go, oh, no, no. We're no, just it's gonna- so easy. I, I also got a cavity filled there. We go to the same dentist. Mm-hmm. I got a cavity filled and like, it was so easy. Really? I, just, I, mean, I have to get a little tiny filling. I'm scared. No, don't be scared. Where is it? On my back. My back teeth. I don't know if that's worse or better. Mine was like one of my front teeth, which is super weird. It's like one of the front front four. He was like, it's it's something that's forming. So mm. he wanted to get ahead of it. But I was, just, mine I was so scared to like get the shot and like everything. I was like, oh, I hate this. It seriously was not bad at all. Like they oh, put nice. numbing cream. I didn't even feel him do the shot. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. It was I... a breeze. And I was like totally fine. An hour later, I was like, oh. Wow. Yeah, dentist stuff is not not to be messed with. And a lot of people have such bad anxiety when they go to the dentist. I have a little bit because I got struck. I struck a nerve. Yeah, they struck a nerve. They struck yeah, <laughs> with my dentist. Like they struck a chord with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a cavity filled when I was really little. I actually have not had that many cavities, thank goodness. I think this is only my second or third cavity ever. But they 
didn't numb me enough and they freaking drilled into my nerves. No, I can't hear And that. it was like instant pain. Oh, I've heard the story 20 times, but still, that sounds a shiver. <laughs> so now every time I get like any kind of teeth work, I'm just like anticipating that pain. It sucks. But so I told him that. He's like, oh, no, don't worry about a thing. I'm like, okay. Not our king. Not our king. Not our dentist. Well, looking forward to hearing your, your experience. When are you getting the, the cavity filled? In a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Hopefully, I'll just, I'm getting a cleaning then. And oh, I haven't gotten a cleaning yet. Do you know what? That's what I get the most scared of, to be like, honest with you. <laughs> like oh, all the it's sounds. It's so crazy. And I feel like literally, it's impossible to, you're going to just be bleeding everywhere. Like there's yeah. no, it doesn't matter if you floss three times a day, they are going feral. Yes. Like when they also, even with this cavity, mm-hmm. he like flossed my teeth super rigorously. And yeah. I'm like, is that how wow, I'm supposed is that to be how doing I'm it? supposed to? Because I'm definitely not doing that. No. I'm very gentle. <clears throat> no. I'm not like going ham on the gums. No, absolutely not. Literally gushing blood. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm in my Kendall Jenner era, but not, not in the way you might think. I've just been literally, I feel like consumed by her exes at every, every angle of my life lately. I've been listening to Bad Bunny so much. Really? There's this one song I posted on my TikTok and everyone was like, she's in her Latin era. Latina era. <laughs> it's uh, it's all in Spanish, but it's called. I don't even know what the freaking song is called because it's like X one hundred, like it literally is a number. But I think it's like Ciento is what it's supposed to be called. Mm. But the group is like Un Grupo and Bad Bunny. It's literally gonna be my number one played song. I already know it. It's so good. Really? Oh, I need to play it. And I've just been listening to like this is Bad Bunny that playlist. Uh-huh. You know they do that. And then I've been watching the Suns been literally obsessed with Devin Booker. He is at his peak. And at the Met Gala, like, ASAP Rocky, you know, that's her ex. Like, I just feel like I've been seeing her exes everywhere consuming my life. So I I feel like Kendall Jenner. I have some very exciting news, guys. Uh, This might have been the best day of my life. So I was actually posting on the What We Said Instagram, okay? I'm on my work phone. On, on Instagram posting like a feed post for us, like saying new episodes out, whatever. And I see something pop up on my- like, Oh, on you the saw top. it come in? I saw it come oh, in. Oh, wow. I see it come in on the top and it just said, and it's a DM from the Phoenix Suns, the actual Suns account. It says Suns with that. a verified check mark. And I'm like, excuse me? Well, that doesn't say much these days, but still. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Literally, it's a fake. I'm like, it was the real- <laughs> Um, and scammed. like, just send me a thousand dollars and deposit into your bank <laughs> Literally. and send it back. Me would fully do that as well. <laughs> it just says, hi, JC. We'd like to cordially invite you. And I'm Why? like, I literally, I think you guys might think I'm joking. I actually dropped to my knees and I gasped. <laughs> I literally dropped to my knees and, I like, <gasps> and gasped. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, the freaking sons just DM'd me. This is the moment I've been waiting for. Someone asked me at one of our shows at our Nashville show. They're like, who would you fangirl if they followed you? Like, mm-hmm. what celebrity? And I was like, I'm not trying to be a pick me girl. But honestly, the Phoenix Suns. If yeah. the Suns followed me, because I think they follow like Noah Beck. Yeah. If they followed me, that would be that would be my ultimate. So to get a DM from them. So a few weeks ago, I posted on my story and I was like, at the Suns, here's my uh, final offer. <laughs> what did I <laughs> final say? Final offer. They're like, <laughs> we've not asked once. <laughs> 
like take it or leave it. I forgot what I said. Oh, formal offer. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, here's my former formal offer to if you give me two tickets to the Suns game, I'll bring my film camera. If you let me sit courtside, <laughs> I will take tons of photos for them to uh, for the players to use on socials and for you guys to use and to have some free content. I will capture the whole night on TikTok. I will do free marketing and work for you if I can get tickets. Um, to a playoff game. To a playoff specifically. game. Specifically. Okay. Here's where I remind you to shoot for the moon and you will land amongst the stars. Mm-hmm. Because they I think DM'd the stars me. are farther away. <laughs> well, that's the saying though, isn't it? I know. I'm just kidding. Getting very technical. Okay, I'm sorry. Reach for the sun. Let's get a little metaphorical. Reach for the moon and you will land amongst the sun. Um, <laughs> they... they <laughs> DM me and said, we'd like to offer you, for you and one guest to come to this VIP suite this Sunday for the playoff game. That is insane. That might be the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. I was on a high the whole day. Oh my gosh. Smiling so big. And so I'm taking Carter, my little brother. And by the time you hear this, we'll have already gone. And honestly… <laughs> They better not let me down because it, that could be their freaking losing game, honestly. If they if they lose this one and they lose that one and they're done and the whole playoffs, yeah. that will be the worst thing. But just the fact that I get to experience this will be so fun. So, and I called Carter and told him I need to post his reaction because he oh, was so shook and he's so excited to go. Oh, so I wish that Kendall and, and Devin were still dating and you could sit in a booth with her because that's where she sits. No. Or in the, the suites, right? I'm truly living my Kendall era. But that's going to be so much fun. It'll be so fun, regardless of the outcome, even though I really hope they win. And by the time, again, this comes out, they could have lost the whole series. and Or they could be playing tonight and whatever. <laughs> but we'll see. Wow. That's my life. That's my real so life fun. update. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. That's what I get. I... I did not get DM'd by the Suns, but that's what I get. Because I realized something as I was watching the game the other day. I am I'm like a toxic ex. Like I I support when things are good. And then literally during the game they're losing, I was like, I literally I don't I really don't believe in them. Like I truly don't believe in them. <laughs> I was like, that's the worst energy. So I've been trying to be more unconditional, but like if they're if I they're not doing good or something, I just stop watching. And then when they're doing good, I'm like, Yes, I grew up Phoenix. <laughs> Fan for life. <laughs> I, I am know. the definition of a bandwagon. It fan. actually is so annoying being a fan of someone and then they just let you down. And the well, thing that's is, why the heartbreak is too much. Like after they broke, shattered my heart two years in a row, I couldn't watch the season. I was like, you guys, you can't, I can't keep coming back no, to you. No, we can't keep doing this. I know. You're we'll edging s- me. We'll see what happens, please. They literally are. <laughs> they are toxic, actually. Well, that's the episode. That's the whole episode at this point. But we're going to read some babysitter uh, stories, some babysitting horror stories, if you will. I'm so excited for these. We haven't I'm done this in a so while. Excited. You guys already know about my green juice, the morning green juice obsession that I have slash smoothie, green juice slash smoothie, and an alternate ingredient that I throw in when I'm wanting some extra protein, which is a lot these days, is Ritual's Essential Protein. This is a vanilla protein powder that I love so much. It's so easy to throw into a little shake, a smoothie, whatever. Um, something else that 
I love doing is actually just mixing orange juice and vanilla protein powder. And it literally tastes like orange creamsicle. Uh, Because summer's approaching, I feel like I'm back on my smoothie, my juice grind. So um, this is an amazing way to get some extra protein in. And it tastes freaking delicious. It is a delicious nutrient-rich shake with 20 grams of plant-based protein to help form lean muscle and support muscle recovery. It has no sugar, sugar alcohols, or stevia, but you wouldn't know it because it really does taste amazing. It has a complete amino acid profile with 8 grams of EAAs and 4 grams of BCAAs. It's really hard sometimes to pick a protein powder that you can trust, but with Ritual, all of their products are amazing. You can, you know you can trust them because they're rigorously tested for heavy metals and microbes. It's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan, and formulated without GMOs. Once you try essential protein, you won't want to go a day without it. Luckily for you, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash what we said to start Ritual or add essential protein to your subscription today. It'll be linked in the show notes. Go check it out. We're talking about ZocDoc. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when you're having like a symptom of something, you, you're trying to figure out the reason why you just end up going down an absolute rabbit hole on TikTok or on social media full of some questionable advice probably from people who are claiming to be experts. But there are better ways to get the answers that you want and care that you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. And that is where we enter ZocDoc. This is a genius, genius company. Honestly, I wish I would have thought of it so that I could um, make money. (laughs) No, but ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care that you need specifically, and they deliver the type of experience that you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. I've used ZocDoc. It came to me at literally such a great time. I've talked about it when I was pregnant. I was looking for an OBGYN and could not find anyone that, uh, yeah, worked with my insurance, was in my area that I could, you know, could catch a good vibe about. And I found my OBGYN and I loved her. So go to ZocDoc.com slash what we said and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash what we said. ZocDoc dot com slash what we said. And I'll go first. Okay. My mom's cousin tied their babysitter up in a chair and locked her in the storage room. The parents came home hours later to find her screaming. I'm... How old are these kids? Hold on. They tied the babysitter up? They tied their babysitter up in a chair and locked her in the storage room. Girl, how old are they? Because how are they capable of that? If there's there's enough of them, though. No. Like, they they literally have to be like 12 years old. They could have tricked her. Believe victims. (laughs) Okay, but what are they tying you up with? (laughs) She asked for it. (laughs) That is horrifying. (laughs) You're just screaming, and also the kids are just running amok. That is worst case scenario. The parents come home to find her in a freaking (laughs) closet. Bye. The kids are just watching TV, eating ice cream. 
walked downstairs to the three-year-old swinging from the light fixture <gasps> above the table with a whole raw carrot in his mouth. Please. Uh, he's Sia. <laughs> ah. <gasps> Wanna swing. That is so scary, <laughs> actually. The carrot was an added detail that I didn't know I needed. Just ultimate chaos. <laughs> ultimate menace mode. Giving cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> yeah, what... Oh my gosh, I need to watch that movie. What a great movie. Everyone says that I look like Alison Stoner from Cheaper by the Dozen in that movie specifically. But when I was younger. I can see it. That yeah. that photo you posted yeah. gave the, that same energy and for that, sure. And she's all I wanted to be when I was younger. I thought she was so cool. Do you know who I think looks like Alison Stoner when she who? was young? Who? And who is currently young? Uh. Penelope Disick. Whenever <sighs> mm-hmm. I see her, I'm like, True. she reminds me of Alison Stoner. She does. Yeah, they're similar. My younger brother chased around our babysitter with a pizza cutter while <gasps> she locked herself in the bathroom and called her mom to come get her. Safe to say she was traumatized and never babysat us again. I feel like I've had a similar experience to that of like a kid grabbing a knife. Oh, that's not okay. No. Not to the babysitter. <gasps> that's terrifying. Ugh, some kids... Just are scary. Know, are scary and they know what they can get away with when their parents gone and then they act like angels when the yep. parents are there. I'm sure they can't fool them. I'm sure the parents know they're, you know. Yeah. I'm like, they know they're innately bad. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, I remember babysitting some kids where their parents would leave and they would just yeah. flip a switch and be so bad and also be like, my mom lets me do this. Yeah. Certain things where it's like, no, Obviously she does not. not. Obviously not. She quite literally told me the opposite before she left and left yeah. me a note on the fridge that, yeah. <laughs> in writing. First things first, love you two in the pod. Thank you for inspiring me to be less of a troll. Ooh, <laughs> okay. okay. We love that a character arc for you. Anyway, I used to babysit a family with four boys and one of the first nights I watched them, one of them walks out of his room and says, babysitter, I found this in my bed. He was holding up a rock-solid, petrified McDonald's hamburger. <gasps> oh! Absolutely not. That is babysitter? <laughs> when they don't even address you by name. <laughs> babysitter? I'm screaming. I found this. Have I told Ew. you about how... I don't remember if it was... I think it was a McFlurry or a milkshake. Have I told this on the podcast? Mm-hmm. How my dad or my mom... So I think my dad left... A literal ice cream shake, McFlurry, something like that, in the Arizona heat, in 120 degree heat, like overnight, came back to get it in the morning, still fully like ice cream. Oh. Barely even like not even melted. In the car or something? Yes, in the car. <gasps> sorry, in the car. Ew. <laughs> Absolutely that is not. Spooky. Literally fake ice cream. Awesome. Yeah. It's like the is it was it a blizzard? The ones that you turn around and it like doesn't you turn it upside down. Isn't that Dairy Queen? Yeah, a blizzard. Yeah. But yeah. I think it was McDonald's. Oh, oh. But I don't know. I'm saying maybe what, it was a blizzard. Yeah. Because those are even more true. Like they're known to be stuck. Yeah. I don't know. Sticky. I don't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure maybe it was a hamburger that like it was something <laughs> completely changes the story. Literally just making it up on the fly. No, I'm forgetting. I think it was a, I think what I'm thinking of with the hamburger was like a, an experiment someone did where they left a hamburger somewhere, a McDonald's hamburger somewhere for like 
a literal year and they came back and it looked this exact same. Ew, that is disgusting. Like had no mold or anything because it's literally just fake. Nick has been finding such joy in reintroducing me to the uh, monstrosities of the fast food industry because now I can eat meat. So I like, he'll be like, wait, you need to try a Wendy's bacon cheeseburger or whatever it is. Yeah. So like kind of good because it's like, okay, it's like kind of good. But the quality of it so disgusting so bad Literally plastic food but it Literal. is good like it's like oh that's yummy yeah you know just like hot cheetos are yummy with you know? a, like some chicken nuggets yeah mm-hmm. and i just saw actually trisha paytas my mouth is legitimately watering right now that's terrifying Ooh, chick-fil-a sandwich love it trisha just went to mcdonald's and, and she's like you can get nuggets well done so they're like crispy oh at mcdonald's you can get their chicken nuggets well done apparently and she was eating them. I'm like, that looks so good so right now. So good. I want that. Yeah. It's insane. I was babysitting my neighbor's kids and the nine-year-old told me, my mom was mad that my dad was checking you out. <gasps> I heard them fight about it. Oh, Yikes. I would. That kid would be grounded for like 12 years. I just said, oh yeah. And awkwardly changed the subject. She then said, my mom said, you're not even that pretty. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how old oh, is everyone? <laughs> she that per, um the nine year old. Oh, nine. Mm-hmm. That is the scariest age to be speaking in front of your child. You have no privacy in your own home. No, I remember telling things to people that my mom would say, and then like I would tell my mom I told someone. She's like. Chelsea <laughs> is not meant to be outside the home. Like, you don't tell people that. That's true. That age is very scary. They're just they're, yapping away. They're going to spill to anyone. My mom said you're not even that pretty. Or, you know what? Plot twist. This this girl could just be making it up. Making it up. And she could just be a gossiper in the making. She's trying to stir up drama. And there's oh, nothing to stir. She true. made up a scenario. She's been watching too much TV. Bye. When I was 13, I babysat my little brother and sister ages four and two. We lived in an old house. My brother would ask questions like, who's that man in the corner? Who is that? And talk to these people that he would see. Oh. Girl, you were into the wrong podcast episode. Yeah, this, this ain't the, the Halloween one. That is so scary. So, you- someone wrote us a card at the San Francisco show and they're like, I've listened to every episode Except for the Halloween's one, <laughs> Halloween ones. I just can't. I get so scared of stuff like that. But I will support you with every other podcast episode. Honestly, I respect your boundary. Same. Yeah, sometimes Case will say bye-bye, but, and like wave, like bye-bye. To nothing? Late. Yeah. And so he'll do it in like our room or something after he said bye to someone and he comes in a room and then he'll just be like, bye-bye. And I'm like, who are you talking to? Who are you <gasps> saying bye-bye to? Not bye-bye to the closet. <laughs> Yesterday. Okay, actually, I have a spooky story. this dog that we have it's a stuffed animal stuffy you push its paw and it sings like it's like who wants a puppy hug and then it like wiggles its ears a little bit and then you push it again it has like a song or something anyways it says a couple different things my mom's cousin who has passed since then like love her to death has passed since when since she gave us this oh, dog. Oh, she gave it to Yeah, me. I was going to say, she was the one who gave us this dog. Okay. And my mom was like, I think she would want Case to have it. Because like my mom's cousin, Jeannie, she was super, super 
thoughtful with gifts. Like she would always give us like the best gifts. And so um, she had this in her house. Like she had a couple of them. And my mom was like, I want to give this to Case. Like I think that Jeannie would really want Case to have this dog. Okay. Because she had them for gift giving. Anyways. And my mom was in charge of all her assets. Anyways. So she gave us this dog. And, I, and so it's like a special dog because mm-hmm. it's from my, I guess she's kind of my aunt. I don't know what that's necessarily called, but special to us because she's gone now. So I brought it down yesterday and me and uh, Case were playing with it at night. And I'm like pushing the button and he keeps saying, please, please like push it again. So mm-hmm. it keeps doing the sound. And after a while of it doing it, he slowly started losing his smile, but he would go, please, please. And then I would push it again. Who wants a puppy hug? And with everyone, he kept getting more and more scared. He started covering his ears and like had this face like frozen. His face was just like spooked. And I was like, what's what's happening? Like you don't like the dog anymore. I was like, are you scared? And his head was down. He was covering his ears, like covering his head. And I was like, okay. So I moved the dog away from us. I'm like, okay, d- uh, are you scared of the dog? Like, what's wrong with the dog? Like, we can put him over here. And he just kept, he doesn't say, he just went from being like super happy, like, <laughs> to just petrified of this dog all of a sudden. What the heck? So I'm like, okay. And I put the dog way far from us in the room. I literally pushed in. I went, okay, bye-bye to the dog. It's just pretend. It's just a pretend dog. And he's still staring at it. Like, he'll, like, turn his head to look at it wherever it is. I'm like, okay, we'll put it away. I put it up in the closet. He's just staring at the closet, like, pointing, like, please, please, to the dog. I'm like, you okay, to- Nick's I'm- out of town? Or not Nick's out of town. Nick's gone. He's out of the house. And I'm like, okay, like, he's getting so scared of it. And he's, like, just cuddling up to me, like, scared. Not talking. Also, Case is talking constantly. He's always, like, blabbering, pointing, laughing, on the move constantly. He's, like, frozen, like, so scared. And so I'm like, okay. It's in the closet. It's gone. Bye-bye. It went night-night. And he's still looking at it. He's still scared. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go put it outside. So then I go put it outside. Close the door. Literally put it outside on my front porch. If you say this thing does, where's the puppy hug? I'm done. (laughs) No. Okay. No, it's not that scary. Okay. And I just put it outside, shut the door. I was like, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye to the dog. And he was like, bye-bye. And then he started, he was happy again. Okay. And he was running around. I was like, okay, dog's gone. He's not scared of like what happened to the dog. And then we go and I go to put him down to go to bed. And every like 10 minutes after I had put the dog away, he kept going bye-bye at the door. Like the dog went bye-bye, right? Kind of like bye-bye. And then I'm about to put him down and he just looks at me. He's like, bye-bye. I'm like, Case, you're scaring the crap out of me. I literally was like, if this was not from Jeannie, I would throw it in the trash. Wait, wait, it was still outside? Yeah, it was outside. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I would go throw this in the dumpster if it was not from Jeannie. But like, I don't want to throw it away. If it was just another, yeah, you know, random stuffy. stuffed animal. Anyways, I told Nick when I got home, I'm like, something's up with that dog. And if Case is scared of it tomorrow, it's it's gone because <gasps> something ain't right. What? The- no, he was so scared of it, petrified. That is actually so weird. But asking for more, going, please, please, like every time it'd be done singing. Anyways, oh, I'm no. scared. <laughs> I know. Who wants a puppy hug? Oh, that's going to play my nightmares tonight. Cool. <laughs> New sponsor alert, Base. You guys, Base is an overpacker's dream, aka me and Chelsea. <laughs> it can be hard to fit everything in, especially when it comes to luggage. But with Base, there's room for everything. You need 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. I saw this video of this girl talking about how she was literally packing like 20 pairs of underwear for the weekend. She's like, this one's for this. This yeah. is just in case. And that is very relatable. I feel like as a girl, you 
truly, I can try so hard to underpack and every time I'm going to probably bring too much stuff. Um, so, you know, if you're deciding between a few pairs of shoes, just bring all of them with base. Base was created by the actress Shay Mitchell, queen, uh, to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. And they are really, really cute. Anything Shay Mitchell touches is gold. So I trust her with my life and I trust her with my luggage. I use my base weekender for everything. I use it to pack uh, for case if we're going out of town. I use it for me if we're just going out for a night or two, you know, somewhere. And I also used it as my hospital bag and it literally fit everything perfectly in it. And I looked cute, you know, walking into the hospital. Play. Holding my base week weekender bag. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately, which I must say is amazing because your shoes don't get all crunched. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Also, their cosmetics bag is... It's the best thing ever. Literally will go down in history. Yes. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash what we said. Go to basetravel.com slash what we said for 15% off your first purchase. That is B-E-I-S travel.com slash what we said. Go check it out. It's time to talk about Macy's, okay? So listen up because you guys have been sleeping on Macy's. And honestly, so was I for a while. And I've been shopping at Macy's recently, getting some summer pieces, and I'm obsessed. I also got some stuff like for my mom for Mother's Day, but the summer um, fashion at Macy's is where you want to go. Summer is just around the corner, so show off your bright side with Macy's. Whether you're adding a bit of fun to your look with a bold lipstick or going all in with a fuchsia dress, Macy's makes it so easy to embody summer's good vibes. I love that Macy's has everything from like hosting stuff to clothing to handbags, accessories, makeup, beauty, skincare. They have so many options, perfumes, like everything you can think of in-store or online. Don't miss out on summer must-haves like head-to-toe linen, summer totes, stackable rings to make your accessorizing ultra-personal, and bring the refresh on home with farm-inspired home decor, glassware, and bedding. Because let's be real, nothing beats that fresh sheets feeling. And I don't know if it's just the seasons changing, but specifically when summer rolls around, I just want to like freshen up my house. Mm -hmm. Make sure everything's clean and fresh kind of purge the old stuff. So if you guys are in the same mode, you got to check out Macy's. They also have really cute stuff if you are trying to be a coastal cowgirl, okay? They have hats. They've got the straw hats. They've got the jean shorts. They've got the uh, cute colored bikinis. Check them out. Go to macy's.com slash own your style. That is macy's.com slash own your style. The two little boys locked me out of the house and peed all over the walls inside. When I finally broke back into the house, they told me I was fat and ugly and that they (laughs) wished I would leave. Absolutely not worth the $4 an hour I was paid. I never babysat for them again. $4 an hour. That is absolutely 
despicable. How much is the going rate these days? It probably depends I where you live. I would say the minimum. For like a babysitter, it depends how old you are. It's like if you're just a 13-year-old, maybe like five bucks an hour is okay in some places. But if this, if this babysitter lives in California, you got to pay him at least the minimum wage. Yeah. I don't remember getting paid any less than like, I feel like I got literally got paid like $10 an hour to babysit when I was younger. That's good. $10 yeah. an hour? Yeah. yeah. I think I got paid like yeah, 7 to 10 bucks when I was like 14, yes. 15. I feel like that's normal for but when I, you're younger. I could see times changing and now that number being higher even. Yeah. Because that was, well, you I can know, tell you 15 what, years ago. What nannies cost. And it's way more it's than lot. that. Yeah. yeah. And so a babysitter who's young is probably cheaper, but not $4 an hour. Not for them calling you fat, ugly, and peeing on the walls. <laughs> Yikes. Not me babysitting, but being babysat. One time when our new babysitter was over, my little brother stood up on the top slash back of the couch with his pants off and yelled, sprinkler time, (gasps) and started peeing and moving his body like a sprinkler. Oh my God. What would you actually do? I would run and lock myself in, in the room. I was always, ever since I saw When a Stranger Calls, <gasps> goodbye. That was my undoing. Ever since then, like, babysitting was terrifying. Especially if they had a big house. Yes. Oh. And you didn't have, like, I didn't have a phone no. back then. So you just it, had the home phone. Yeah, I just had the home phone. I would literally bring the home phone by me and, like, yes. play, play a comforting movie. Yep. So I was terrified. A hundred percent. Now it would be so much less scary, I feel like. Because I, I just feel like your phone is a protective yeah. device. Mm-hmm. You feel like, okay, I could call so easily call someone I know, so easily call 911. Like, uh, just, just your not, parents, your to parents, chat. anything. Yeah. yeah. You could <gasps> FaceTime your friend and be like, I'm scared and talk to them. Literally. No, that is so scary. We didn't have that luxury. No. Long story short, I peed my own pants while changing a diaper for the first time because it was explosive diarrhea and he started rolling in it. I was crying, laughing, and didn't know what to do, and I just peed myself. <gasps> okay, <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Keep in mind, I was a freshman in college. Haven't changed <gasps> a diaper since. Girl, are you okay? Girly. I, that's not my reaction if I saw a child rolling in explosive diarrhea. Just I would be throwing so up. hard. Oh, my gosh. Changing a diaper if you haven't before, like if you don't have younger siblings and you have to change like a poopy diaper for the first time. And the, these probably. kids be rolling around. Yes. They're so like crazy. Crazy mm-hmm. and, and mobile. I'm like, they don't geez. just go along with it. No. Most of the time. Yeah. Long story short, I was babysitting a family with three kids, two of them five and one six. Okay. And I just see a large thing pass right by my face. The six-year-old threw an entire cinder block at my <gasps> head from across the yard. I, um, I almost died, but it's all right. Oh, how did she even lift that? Cinder block. <laughs> Could actually kill you. How did she lift that? Could be wow. a boy. Or her. Don't yeah. assume. <laughs> the violence. I'm like, wow, must have been a girl. Feminine rage. That's terrifying. Also, things like that. That's so scary. Because a kid throwing something. Like, sometimes kids are just so wild with what yeah. they do. It's like. They could actually seriously injure yes. you or their their siblings. Yes, I at know. At a young age. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's scary. I know. And they think they're like helping or being sweet. Like even if a kid has like a golf ball in his hand, like running yeah. around, I'm like, if you chuck that at someone at the right angle, like it would hurt so bad. No, it would hurt so bad. Trust me, I know. We started teaching Case throw 
to Sophie to play catch. Uh-huh. And I can't remember what he had in his hand. And he, so he's been working on his arm and he chucked it and it hit my shin. Oh, it was his water bottle. He chucked his water bottle out of my shin, directly hit my shin. And I was like, okay, that, that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like that actually really hurt. And I can't imagine, yeah, if they pick up something they're not supposed to and just literally chuck it away at your head. About an hour after putting one of the girls I was babysitting to sleep, she called out for me and I ran upstairs and asked her what was wrong. She told me to ask the man in her window to stop looking at her. It's not October. I ran around the house checking all the windows looking for some sign of life and found nothing outside. Girl, you you went outside and ran around? You are braver than the Marines. No, you are so brave. I would never do that. Sometimes you have, though, when you're taking care of somebody else and you're not like by yourself or you're not the one that's supposed to be being protected. When you're the protector, something comes over you. You you have have it in you. I was just telling Abby, I was like, I am not scared anymore, especially when I have case. Like if I'm alone, I'll I'll be a little bit more scared if like, if I walk by someone, I'm like, oh, they're going to kidnap me. But if I walk by someone like, I'm like, uh, they're giving me weird vibes. And I have case. I'm, there's no fear, not an ounce of fear in this body. It's more like, what's the plan of action? Hmm. Can't so, wait to experience you know. that because I am terrified at every, literally I'm in the grocery store. I'm like, yeah, he's trying to get me. And so is he. Hi, girls. Love you both so much. So I was babysitting this girl who was four years old and we were playing with her Barbie dolls. Out of nowhere, she said she was going to have one of the dolls chop the other one up into a million little pieces so she could eat her heart out. Uh, I was so taken aback and decided maybe it was time to switch to a different (laughs) activity. Uh, I I fear that these are all from like media they've consumed, like shows they've seen or like I fear that it's an innate serial killer within them, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, or that. Wow. Yeah, That's true. Terrifying. I'm I'm sure they're they pick up a lot of things from yeah. the things they watch. Like songs even. Like that they hear on the radio or something. Like that's funny. Yeah. <sighs> uh-uh. Be scared. honest. Did you ever make your Barbies like make out or anything like that? Not that I can recall. Really? Be with you. Me and Abby and our friends always had those. Those Barbies were horny. As Please. <laughs> Please. We only had one Ken. He was busy. He was in like six Barbies, one Ken. Like, okay, we're going going back to polygamy, I guess. (laughs) I feel like that's like the way that girls sometimes or little kids will like first, you know, they watch Disney movies of like people making out. Yeah. And they want to reenact it. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Not to not to uh, bring the mood down, but I do think that because I was the oldest and I didn't have any younger like sisters or I don't know, I don't have a lot of memories of playing like Barbies or like Polly Pockets or anything. Oh, really? Like sometimes with friends maybe, but I didn't do like play any of those things by myself. And so really? I, I was actually thinking like you didn't have any. Yeah, like I don't remember really. I'm sure when I was little, little, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking, I don't know, from any time I can remember, I was never like really playing Barbies that often. No Polly Pockets? Um, like my cousins had Polly Pockets and, I, and when I would go over to their house, I would like, you know, play put their them. outfits on and play with them mm-hmm. instead. But I was thinking my, I remember Kenzie Burke saying one time, she's like, I feel like my childhood was so, was so serious. Mm-hmm. And I related to that so much. I'm like, really? My yeah, my childhood. When I look back on it, it doesn't feel super like young, carefree, playing with Barbies. Like 
I don't have any of those memories. I I have so much more like oh my serious gosh, memories. No, it's not. It's not sad. I'm fine with it. I think it's yeah. like made me who I am. But like, I was just thinking that I was thinking sometimes now in life, like I've been joking about, sorry guys, I'm getting so deep all the random all of a sudden, but like I've been thinking about how I've been joking. I'm like, I'm in my hoe era. I'm in my whatever. And I'm like, I feel like now I'm literally doing all the things of just like feeling your inner child quite literally. Yeah. Just like, I want to dress up how I want to and like wear these fun pink outfits and like do Mm. whatever because I've been so serious my whole life. Like I, I want to just like let go and have fun more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. That is, that is literally how you heal your inner, not the hoe era necessarily, but (laughs) like healing your inner child by being free and, and carefree and having fun and play. Like play is very important for kids. Yeah. Like pretend, play, imagination. Like it's a very important skill for kids to have. I've been reading this book about how like sacred play is and how honestly, when you go to school sometimes and the way that school is structured and your homework and all your extracurricular, it's like it doesn't leave any time for kids to play. Yeah. It's the opposite of play. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I had, I have really fun memories of like playing with my cousins. Like I definitely, it's not like I had this horrible, super, super serious and traumatic childhood but that definitely is the overarching theme for me I think like when I picture what I did as a kid a lot of it was like reading and like it's not a lot of playing yeah really hmm I have to ask my mom every every time she um she texted me yesterday she's like no you're you have never been a yeller and then she like (laughs) comments she's like I'm listening to your podcast right now because I remember I was saying I'm like I don't think I've ever really yelled and then like I, I'd have to ask my mom. Yeah. So I always, because I'm like, she remembers my childhood better than me because she was an adult for it, you know? So Definitely. I feel like she knows, remembers how I was. Well, and that's uh, a very much older, oldest child thing too, to be more serious, I think. Yeah, you're kind of like, you don't the like, second mom in a way. It's like, I was just mm-hmm. like in charge of my brothers. I saw this little girl, Leif and I were on a walk and she was like wrangling her two younger brothers. Yeah. She was like the oldest and she was like, come here and getting them together. Yeah. And I was like, that was 100% me like really? as just wrangling them and like babysitting them and then fighting and whatever like just that dynamic so it's true it's like you kind of have I think specifically being the only girl and like it, it, I kind of felt like the second like not caretaker but you know yeah no definitely. it's a little more that's of a serious role mm-hmm. the oldest one usually is like that I'm because I'm even thinking the oldest in our family lad he never yelled like all the rest of us were yelling all the time. But it's more like, especially when you're a middle child, you're, you do anything to be heard. You do anything to be seen. It's like, True. I'm just, I'm in literally the middle of six kids. I need to make myself see, I, I need, need to, to make, make myself, myself be seen. Known. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, you know, just doing the most to be noticed and, or to be heard, I guess. Not in a bad way, not in a sad way or anything, but. Totally. Yeah. I mean, every you know, birth order is so fascinating. It's like mm-hmm. it does make, it, it's part of that makes you who you are, like yes, where you fall definitely. in your family. It's definitely molds part of your personality. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a 10 minute tangent about my childhood, but that's something no, I'm thinking good. about lately. That is, it's interesting to dive in, see what makes you, you, you know? Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about a new sponsor today, Quince. I am so happy to have found Quince. I got... A couple things from them and I'm obsessed with every single thing that I got. I got this 100% organic cotton like fisherman crew sweater. It's white. I feel like it's perfect 
for the beach because it's light enough where it's not making me sweat, but it's giving me the coverage. It looks so cute. And then I also got these European linen napkins. You know, if you're in your hosting era, these are perfect. And I also got Case a little cashmere set. It is so freaking cute. And the best part of Quince is that it's affordable for everybody. They want luxury for everyone. With Quince, you can get high quality, timeless pieces without paying that luxury price tag. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50, 100% European linen pants for $40, luxurious mulberry silk skirts at $60, and not to mention $50 Italian leather bags. They also have like 14 karat gold jewelry from 30 bucks. And I got two uh, different skirts. They're both silk. One's like a black mini skirt that's silk. And then the other one is um, kind of like a champagne color, longer maxi skirt. And they're both such beautiful, timeless pieces. And then I actually got also some white uh, linen pants, which are perfect for summertime, especially if you're trying to be in your coastal cowgirl era. And I actually got two different pairs of linen pants, one's from Quince and one from a different brand. And I was going to compare them to see which ones I liked better. And I liked Quince's better. So Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So shop with Quince today and discover the affordable luxury you deserve. Right now, go to quince.com slash what we said to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That is quince.com slash what we said for free shipping, 365 day returns. Quince.com slash what we said. Go check it out. It was three little girls, five, seven, and nine. They chased me around hitting and tripping me the first hour. The nine-year-old had a jump rope that she tied around my ankles Goodbye. while the younger ones distracted me by trying to run in the street. So stressful. I feel I feel anxious. Then they all started whipping me with another jump okay. rope. Okay. Needless to say, I did not answer when the mom asked me to watch them again. No. Here's the thing. You have to assert your dominance over these children and let them know who's boss. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> you, you get cannot- a jump rope. And like, you do the whipping. <laughs> I, please. No, I feel like I'm I'm remembering like I've I've watched some bad kids 100%. But I feel like not that I'd be like mean, but I have certain memories of cracking down the whip and being like you are not doing that. And and me <laughs> yeah. literally being the first time I'm watching them and I'm like you yeah. cannot do that. You cannot let these kids literally abuse you. I'm sorry. If they're yeah. whipping you, you need to say, hey, that is not okay. No. That hurts. Do not do that anymore. Yeah. I feel like some people just, they're like, it's not my kid. I'm well, like, no, if is... they're literally hurting you, you need to say, you cannot do that to me. Yeah. And, and I think it's harder for a younger, like, especially if you're literally 12, 13, 14 to like, yeah, true. literally step over what you th- see as a boundary of like, okay, I don't know how to, I'm not going to uh, discipline your children for you. <laughs> I am when the but parents not there. Even as a nanny, like when I would nanny, it it is hard to find the balance of I don't want to be mean to your kids because yeah. then you might literally fire me if I'm mean to your kids. But I'll also I don't like I want to set a boundary, but I want to do it in a nice way. But where's the line between okay, I need to have you guys respect me, but also I don't want you to literally hate me and think I'm not fun. Because you also don't want them to them to now just be scared of you and, you know, 
No, obviously not. You're not going to like literally But it is a hard them, line. But yeah. you got to like at some point. I feel like oh, yeah. some kids, they have too much. Yeah. I don't know the word, but a little too free spirited. Yeah. They think they can do anything to you. And no. Especially, well, if they're like physically hurting you, that's another thing. Yes. It's one thing if they're just like, okay, you do not listen to me. You're just doing whatever you yeah. want. Like it's dinner time and you won't come in. If you're beating me with a jump rope, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're going to your room. You're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, your parents, parents will kids. come home. You're in juvie. Yeah. <laughs> I've enrolled them in a, in a course <laughs> for behavior, bad behavior. Once I was babysitting and the kids were upstairs getting ready for bed, I went downstairs briefly to grab something for them and saw two people in black hoodies and black pants in the Excuse bathroom me? downstairs. I ran upstairs and told the mom, my mom who was babysitting with me. My mom who was babysitting with me. Okay, your mom so was you with you weren't slay, babysitting. So your mom was babysitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that there were people downstairs. Turns out that the parents of the kids had gotten home and changed into comfy clothes. Bye. That, I, my heart would have dropped into my literal toe. <laughs> my literal big toe. <gasps> oh no. I would be done. I can't. I would have pooped my the pants. Fear. Any noise when you're babysitting, the doorbell ringing when you're babysitting, and a neighbor's like coming to get some. Oh, I'm frozen. I'm frozen in fear. I don't ever answer the door. Oh no, you're not. Are supposed you to. kidding? No, never. In this in 2023, don't knock on my door. No, the most the best Unless noise you have to a hear. Mouth package for me. <laughs> the best noise to hear when you're babysitting is the garage door opening, though. Because you know that's the parents. Like yeah. a thief is not going to, or a robber or a murderer is not going to come through the freaking garage door yeah. and open it. And you're just like, thank freaking goodness. I want to go home <sighs> right now. Best thing ever. Kids. Putting, <laughs> I hate your kids. Putting <laughs> your, the kids to bed, eating all their snacks, hiding putting the evidence. This, <laughs> hiding the evidence. Uh, even when I was a fr- full grown woman nannying, I would still hide my wrappers. Like, I would eat lunch. Oh, 100%. The lunch she told me to eat, by the way. She's yeah. like, this is what you can eat for lunch while he's napping. Literally, lunch I would bag still, in your pocket. I'm like, I don't want <laughs> you to know I have any needs at all. I have not drinking water. I've not done anything. And when they come home, it's so awkward. The moment hey. they walk in the door, you're like, what am I supposed to be doing? Especially if the kids oh, are asleep. Literally me cleaning, quote unquote, cleaning. Yeah. They come in, I'm like. The garage door starts going up. I like jump up. Of course, <laughs> I'm like watching a movie or something. I jump up. I'm like, yeah, scrubbing the floors in an apron <laughs> with like. Literally all the cleaning supplies out. Like, oh, I I'm sorry, you came I didn't home. hear you. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what babysitting would be like in today's day and age. You just have your freaking AirPods. You're watching a movie, using all their stuff. Like, I really feel like it's different. It would not be as scary these days to me. No. No. So much to entertain you, too. I know. Like, Hulu. Do you know what I mean? It's like you had to mm-hmm. pick from their movie selection, yep. which was awesome sometimes. Like, there would be certain people I'd babysit for that have the best movies, movies have yep. the best snacks. snacks. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I babysat a little boy and all day he was like, my hands itch and my feet burn. And I was like, okay. Then his housekeeper, <laughs> just okay. <laughs> then his housekeeper tells me later in the day that he had hand, foot, mouth. His mom never told me. I sobbed in my car, then took a scalding hot shower. LOL. Didn't get hands, foot, and mouth, but please tell your babysitter when your children have an open wound, yucky blisters that are contagious. Okay, thanks. <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. That's scary. A virus causing sores in the mouth and a rash on the hands and feet. 
Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. You got to tell your, you, well, you shouldn't even have a babysitter probably. No. Like no one should be coming into contact with that. No. Oh, that's mm. sad. And poor, sad. poor baby. little baby. My hands itch. Oh. Okay, this is my last one. Last summer, I nannied two kids that I've known for like six years, and I invited my boyfriend to come to the pool with us one day. Keep in mind, we are long distance dating during the school year. After the pool, the children said, just so you know, he's probably going to cheat on you. He's moving away and he's a free man. I don't think you guys are going to work out. He seems bored around you. Oh, lovely. Not her her spitting facts. Going absolutely (laughs) in on you. How old are these kids? And unfortunately, kids are very intuitive. They are. They tell the truth. They have no reason to lie. Especially in situations like that. So like they, they don't even know how to he lie. He seems bored around you. <laughs> I would literally be like, oh, I would start a fight that night. Yeah. I'd be Our like, you are over. bored around me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I hate that. That's hilarious. Have you, have you got to the part in Vanderpump Rules? I think you have. Where Stassi's little brother is talking to Jax. Yeah. About how to be a good boyfriend. I think it's the first season. Oh, it's so funny. And it's so real. He's literally telling him the best advice. <laughs> He's like, Stassi's like, what does he call her? A, a coyote or something? I don't or, remember. It's like, she's like, she can be scary sometimes. You just got to be nice to her. Be cool. And he says something else like, I don't remember. But Jax was like, that's actually great <laughs> advice. <laughs> oh, Vanderpump. I'm on season five, I think. Or four, maybe still. Nice. You're getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the goods. This season is so good. And it's coming to a close. And the finale looks so good. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. You might I have to, to just skip and watch this I know. Season. I kind of feel like I might have to. Especially if there's nothing juicy in the next yeah. few seasons. If it's kind of just like. Eh. I, can, I can recap it for you some whenever you want me to in 30 minutes. Okay, the seasons cool. you decide to skip. Yeah. Because I feel like even now I have a good grasp on like who these people yeah. are to the point where. But there's definitely a lot of back. in between. You could like watch this new season just to get caught up. And then you could go back and watch from. Yeah. Stay tuned. Just my journey. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> are you done? Yeah. That was my last one. Thanks for writing in your babysitting horror stories, guys. Uh, so nostalgic. Brings me back to the good old days. Yeah. Tell us what you're getting paid for babysitting these days. Well. I don't yeah, know if what's anyone going yeah, Let young us know. is watching but or listening. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on the the Instagram. The socials. The socials. Uh, at what we said podcast on Instagram. That's kind of our hub where we post everything that we have going on. New merch. We're working on summer merch right now. It's going to be super cute. It's going to be cute. And if we have any shows coming up, if you want to be involved in any of these episodes and write in, if you want to write in for advice, we have an advice column at the end of the month, all that good stuff. So make sure you go and do that. If you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on either the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app. We love you guys so much. And that's That's what what we we said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.